Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1 verses 8 and 9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Our reading today comes from the letter of Paul to the Philippians, the third chapter, beginning at the fourth verse. If anyone has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews. As to the law, a Pharisee. As to zeal, a persecutor of the church. As to righteousness under the law, blameless. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Here ends the reading. In this passage from Philippians, Paul describes a rather dramatic U-turn. Having spent a significant portion of his life striving to follow God in a particular way, he found himself compelled to change direction and go in another way entirely. Raised as a member of the tribe of Benjamin, of the people of Israel, faithful in his scrupulous observance of the requirements of the covenant, trained as a teacher of the law, zealous both in faith and practice, Paul decided to chuck it all and start over. Throughout the history of the church, we see other similar instances of people making radical decisions about their lives in response to the call of Christ. We might think of Peter and Andrew, or of James and John, leaving their nets and their boats as soon as they hear Jesus say, Follow me. Or we might think of Levi, getting up from the table where he had been busy collecting taxes to follow Jesus when he called. Or we may think of Giovanni di Pietro di Bernardone, a young man born to a wealthy Italian family and raised with every privilege and opportunity, only to cast it all aside and take up a ministry as the friar we now know as Francis of Assisi. Or we may think of Inigo Lopez de Oñas, who pursued a life of swashbuckling adventure and military honor until he experienced a profound conversion after which he went on to found the Society of Jesus 
and become known as Ignatius of Loyola. Time and again, Jesus calls those who seem the most unlikely candidates and transforms them into people who go on to share the gospel in powerful and compelling ways. All of these examples invite us to reflect on our own response to the call of Christ. The season of Holy Week in particular calls us to reflect on our response to the call of Christ in our lives. In all of this, we are reminded of the words that Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, you must be born again. The decision to follow Jesus is every bit as dramatic as a new birth. Have we heard his call to follow? Have we endured the loss of all things for the sake of gaining Christ, counting those things we thought of as accomplishments as nothing more than rubbish? And having put those things behind us, are we now straining forward, sustained by faith, drawn by hope, motivated by love, as we press towards the goal of the heavenly call of God in Christ? This week, we're invited to follow Jesus on his way to the cross. We are invited to gather with him as he shares a final meal with his disciples and washes their feet. We are invited to stay with him when he is arrested and dragged before Pilate for trial. We are invited to take up our cross and follow him as he goes to the place of the skull. But we are invited to be with him as he walks in the shadow of the valley of death only because the goal that awaits on the other side of his empty tomb. Today, if you hear his call, Harden not your heart, but walk with him in the way that leads to life. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.